This is the Fade You Podcast. Today is Thursday, August 13th. Lucky 13 for us here at Fade You. We are on a heater. My name is Matthew James here with Chris Duke and with Kmart. Boys, how we doing? Chris, I'll start with you. You see that that final in the Hurricanes-Bruins game? You do it. Oh, yeah. Big old bangers, baby. The dog comes in. Yeah, we can go ahead and say bang. Hurricanes, we're all over that. Plus money, underdog, love to see it. Kmart, how you doing over there, big boy? Feeling really good seeing that uh, Hurricanes victory. So uh, a lot of uh, a lot of positive wins for us today. Hope you guys were following our Twitter. A lot of positive wins for us in general the past few days. We are on some kind of heater. Chris, how are you doing over there counting your stacks of money, your stacks of cash after all oh, these winners man. we've been giving out? It's so good. It's so good to collaborate with you too. It's so good to get texts from Dan at 9 a.m. in the morning today and have him go 0 and 4. That always helps. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Yeah, talk about uh, – let's maybe start with – well, we'll start with the with the hockey. And so you, you were talking about sniffing out lines. And, you know, we don't bet a ton of hockey here. But one thing you guys need to know is that the Stanley Cup playoffs are going on in on neutral ice, so there, there's no home ice advantage, which is such an important part of playoff hockey. So, Chris, when you have teams like the Hurricanes and the Bruins, who met in last season's Eastern Conference Finals, there's not a big gap between these teams. I mean, the Hurricanes took the Bruins to overtime in game one. It was a dead even game. And we're getting plus money on the Hurricane. Of course we're going to take them. Absolutely. And uh, if hockey wasn't already a coin flip oh. in the playoffs, I don't know uh, what non, you know, home I- neutral ice would do. I mean, I, I think Gil Alexander on a numbers game at VEASAN talks about how it would, to find a lot of these, the best teams in these series, you'd have to play like a best of 51. Like it's ridiculous how much they'll go back and forth. So you're telling me on neutral ice, they're going to give us plus money again. And I've told you guys, I even lived it going into the third because it was a 2-2 game. And I saw plus 109 and it just smelled again like poop because I'm like, you're telling me the minus 150 favorites now down. You're telling me that the basically Vegas is speaking to you saying, this is a tight one. And we think the Hurricanes are going to do it. Sure enough, they score one in the third and uh, the Bruins blank and they get the victory. Yeah. And Kmart, you've watched a fair share of playoff hockey with me over the years. And I mean, it probably is the most coin flippy playoff sport. Yeah. Yeah. I would absolutely agree with that. I mean, it's it's almost like watching uh, these last bubble games where it's just got to flip a coin and hold on to your butts because it's going to be exciting. You don't really know what's going to, what's going to happen. And you, if you're going to bet, uh, you better have some type of angle. Um, otherwise, you're just going to be pissing away money like Dennis. Yeah, you like to eliminate. <laughs> <laughs> you like to, if you're Dennis, you like to just keep doing what you're doing uh, because we, we just love to see it. But it, betting hockey, you want to eliminate some of the unknowns. Chris, I know we kind of lamented the fact that we were not on Columbus. I want to be on Columbus. I love that team. I love their heart and their resilience. These guys, we watched them blow a 3 nothing lead with Toronto. 
last week. Uh, they they could have clinched the series. They blow the lead. Now they have to go to decisive game five. A lot of people wrote off Columbus saying emotional letdown. That was not the case. They advance. They lose in five fucking overtimes to Tampa Bay in game one. And what do they do? They show up and they win game two. So it, it's a bummer we weren't on them, but it's tough to know how a team is going to respond after, I mean, they played two and a half freaking hockey games in one night. So I will tell you guys that one, a couple things we Absolutely. are for, and Chris, see if you agree with this, but a couple things we'll look for when we bet the NHL here over the coming days is we're talking about there being a lot of value in underdogs because it's neutralized. There really is no road team. So you, the only thing you want to be careful of is when the public starts to jump on these underdogs as well. Uh, because when everybody hops on one side here at Fade U, I mean, Chris, we once that starts to happen, people start to bandwagon. We look the other way. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to look at that. And uh, I don't think the public, Matt, um, really values everything. They don't look at the whole picture like, like we do at Fade U. They just still see a better team like maybe the Golden Knights or the, yeah. you know, Boston Bruins or the Tampa Bay Lightning, they, and they go, they're supposed to win. They might even, I'm not even going to lie. I think that people still see the bottom team and think they're home. They might yeah. be out of the loop so much. They don't even know it's a neutral bubble. So, um, you know, you just got to, got to be aware of, of what's going on and, uh, and stay sharp and, and find the value like we're trying to do. Absolutely. And then the last thing on hockey is we do fade the bullshit narratives. Watch out here in the next few days teams get up 3-0 in their series, a really common bullshit narrative that you're going to hear is, oh, Team B won't get swept, so I'm going to pick them in Game 4. And, Chris, that's just a crock of shit. Yep, yep, yep. Just like Orioles this this year, right? They yeah. can't sweep the Rays. They can't sweep this. They can't do this. Well, um, I'm sorry. Yes, they can. you got to stay away from those uh, – they simply can't happen because uh, they do. And that's where the books make all their money. Absolutely. Uh, that's we, so we had the hurricanes just cash for us. That was our only hockey bet of the day. We had a handful of baseball um, bets over the last few days that have been winning. Not so much today, kind of a empty slate in baseball. Um, but Kmart, let us know what you're seeing. Let's, let's transition to the NBA here. What are you seeing right now in this really difficult period to handicap where playoff teams are, are all but set? There's very little ability for teams to change their seating. How the fuck are we supposed to handicap these games right now? Yeah, at this point, there there is no point. Everything is settled after this Portland Nets game. The only thing that hasn't been settled is uh, who the Lakers are going to play. Otherwise, everything's set. So. There's really no point of playing the games tomorrow because our argument today, the only only line you know we agreed on really was Memphis minus three because it was a must win. You knew the Bucks weren't going to be putting players in. Giannis was already out due to suspension for a silly headbutt. Um, Sounds like something you would do. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> or, or throw a racket at someone, you know. Um, so yeah, I mean that was just the easiest one to pick. I mean. We left a couple off. I mean, we're talking Sacramento, but you just didn't know how much LeBron would play if AD would play. I mean, LeBron played, I think, 17 minutes all in the first half. So, it's just tough. You, you just don't want to be guessing here and there. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, Phoenix did what you you'd expect them to do, but you know, for me, I'm just wary of a backdoor cover. You know, get up by 20 with 10 minutes left, pull, pull everybody, and the next thing you know, they win by eight, and you're just sitting there with your dick in your hand, like, well, I was winning that for 40 minutes. That's fun. Now, Chris, <laughs> I mean, you hear Kmart make some good points, and he's making a good argument, but I feel like you may push back a little bit because you're a guy, you want some action. So you look at, all right, you got the whole world saying Portland has to win this game to get the eighth seed to be in the conversation. And so Vegas sets the line at nine. So you're like, they're like, all right, you guys want to pick Portland in this must-win game? Lay nine points. That line gets up to ten. What does Chris Duke do? He looks at the Brooklyn fucking Nets who have nothing to play for, and he takes that double-digit dog. And lo and behold, those shitty poopy Nets are up six in the third quarter against a team that supposedly has to win. So how the fuck are you looking at these games? Yeah, I mean, you couple it with the the Josh Applebaum special of taking double digits in the NBA. These guys are too good, too much competition to get blown out. Uh, and couple it with that with exactly the narrative you just said. Oh, my God, the Blazers have to win. It's like, oh, yeah, they do. Fade you. So, and look at that third quarter. Wow, they're up by 12 in the third quarter um, after getting beat a little bit in the second. But they're just taking it to the Blazers right now. The Blazers, I mentioned it to you guys, they're a huge over team. Um, their their defense just I mean God is their oh awesome with Lillard but their D might even be as be worse and so they just give up a ton of points and the Nets are are taking it to them right now so right now they're up six I caught ten ten and a half you're looking at a sixteen point lead with the spread so hopefully they can hold on there. Kmar, how do you make sense of what Brooklyn's doing because they have pulled off a couple of really huge upsets um, they lost uh, a lot of people or they a lot of people lost money on the Clippers. Last time we recorded, they were down to Brooklyn. If I'm, am I remembering that right? Were they playing the Nets? Yeah, thirteen point dogs. Yeah. So, Kmar, what's going on with this Nets team winning games that I mean, they're underdogs by ten points, thirteen points. What's going on here? I mean, it's the it's the same argument why I would never recommend say no. Portland has to win, lay the points because then at the end of the day, they're still. They're still 34 and 39. I mean, we're talking about an inconsistent team. As Chris has said, they can sure shoot with uh, McCollum and Lillard. Uh, Whiteside can play some interior defense, but this team does not play defense at all. They remind me of the Lakers five seasons ago who would put up 125 on you and they'd still fucking lose. And it's just like, <laughs> possible. How? How do, you, how do you guys only win 25 games when you're averaging 120 points? Oh, because you guys don't know how to buckle up. That's so, a good point, Kmart. That's a really good point. Look at that record. Like, the record speaks for itself. Like, should they have been laying double digits to anybody? <laughs> That's yeah, and, and, like, the other thing, you got you to gotta remember, the Nets have been down for such a long time. If you look at their record, I mean, this franchise probably just wants to be not below 500. So, they get this W. They go into the playoffs here at 36 and 36, and – you know, that's a building building block as they go into next year, and they're going to be uh, probably a team that's competing for one of the top three seeds once they have Kevin Durant in this lineup. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I could, yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that one and see how that ends up final. Chris, like you said, you with your, with our, we're on this, this Nets game plus 10. So healthy size lead. I mean, we've seen teams get outscored by 18, 20 points in the fourth quarter. So we're sure as fuck not going to cash this bet right now. <laughs> but, uh, 
certainly in a good position here as the third quarter winds down. So uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll talk to you guys about Anchor and uh, talk to you about this amazing site that is making this podcast happen. Uh, and I mean, we're giving out winners. Chris, you said we're giving out winners like uh, like we're Jesus or something. <laughs> so we'll talk about Anchor real quick, and then we'll come back and get to baseball. All right, let's talk about some MLB. Uh, Chris, we had a light slate today, uh, but we managed to sniff out a really interesting one. We saw the Phillies favored around minus 200, and then uh, explain what happened with that. Wow, Matt, you are all over it. You are like Jesus going to the lepers and everyone's saying, what is he doing around those filthy people? And Matt says, I'm going to go. They're humans, too. I'll take the Orioles and look what they do. They cash on almost two to one ticket in Philadelphia tonight. Yeah, we had a uh, plus 170. Public was all over Jake Arietta and his smelly beard. And uh, we cash on the Orioles. And Kyle, this has kind of been a kind of been how we've been rolling here in baseball. Um, couple, we had a really bad luck loss on the Mariners last night up four, nothing. And they somehow blow that and lose seven, four, but what what more can you say? We've been hot uh, in baseball. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys, I mean, I, I'm, I'm riding you guys, um, you know, with baseball right now and you guys have just been, you know, putting your nose where it doesn't belong and uh, pulling out brown nose in and just (laughs) all these, not even that they're, winners but i mean they're dog winners i mean they're plus 150 plus 160s you know it's just not to say that those don't win but i mean you don't hear of you know these professional cappers just going in and in a baseball game and saying oh yeah here's here's my uh, best bet of the day it's fucking orioles plus 160 against (laughs) the team laying minus 190 with uh you know, Arietta, if you remember, he was good. But, I mean, shit, that was six years ago. But people are still going to see that name and be like, oh, yeah, this is great. Phillies are good. Kind of forget their records now, like 5-10 and 10 or something. But I think 5-9. and nine. But, yeah, you guys have just I – mean, you should be selling these picks, in my opinion. I mean, if you guys aren't aren't following these and aren't making money, you're, you're an idiot. <laughs> Can't fade you with the U sports, everybody. Tell them that. Fade you sports. It's a letter you, you dumbasses. Uh, Kmart the Phillies are five and nine. Is that bad? That we're fade you. I mean, it's not good. But it, it, again, <laughs> it's not good if you need us to continue to tell you where we're at. I mean, you found the pod. So if if you're listening <laughs> to this, I sure should hope you can find our Twitter. You got this far, yeah. Um, Chris, let's go back to you. You are our chief sanitation officer. You have no qualms with diving into the shit and the sewage <laughs> and the garbage and finding these winners for us. What do you, for people that maybe haven't listened as much and, and aren't as familiar with our process, when you're looking for smelly lines, now the, the Orioles wasn't really a smelly line. That was just a, a way too juiced favorite uh, that the public was all over. But when you're looking for smelly lines, like with the Diamondbacks yesterday, where you have a, a each team's minus one ten. Explain your process and how you find these winners. 
Yeah. So you just, it, it's one of those, we, we call it a, a what the, I mean, we used to call it a what the F line, right? Like you look at it and just, it, it blows your mind. Like, why is this line the way it is? For instance, tomorrow you've got Brewers 7 and 10 at the Chicago Cubs, and they are the ones that are favored over the 13 and 3 league, you know, league leading best team in the NL with 80% of the, you know, public on it. Why are these Milwaukee Brewers with Woodruff on the mound against Chatwood, who's been pretty good? It just blow, you just look at it and go, whoa. And so instead of the Dens and the Titos and the public going, oh my God, that's a cheapo bargain 99 cent store buy guess what have you ever bought something nice from the 99 cent store you idiot go with the brewers so you got to go the other way well and not just to to add to that the the dentists of the world will take a look at that and they'll be like this is such it's 12 and 3 versus 7 and 9 i'm gonna actually take the run line um and and take or parlay it or par or or fat favorite dentist special money line parlay so lock is a lock hard nailed it yeah and this is uh that is poopy line 101 right there so you can bet your ass you're gonna see that guy spraying his smelly shit everywhere that gift tomorrow on those milwaukee brewers who are kind of on my shit list right now but that's what makes them the perfect play tomorrow because it makes absolute no sense. Like Chris said, and Chris talk about some of these teams that we've been cashing on the Orioles, the Royals, uh, the diamond. Oh, like these aren't teams people are running to bet on. Yeah. The giants, I think too, they're eight and 12. They're, they're overachieving and they've had a ton of value there in my big D parlay that cashed and, you know, you know, they're getting 250 against the Dodgers and they pulled that off. But yeah, these teams that are, you know, this 60 game, people forget the 60 game, the shorter the season is. I mean, they forget that like bad teams can have really epic runs. The problem is, is that it's not 162 games. So a bad team can rattle off a nice 20 game, you know, maybe like 12 and eight or like a 13 and seven run. And everyone's like, how the heck are they doing this? Well, that happens in baseball every year, folks. It's just a short season this year. So you got to stay in touch with that. And yeah, the Diamondbacks have been good. I mentioned that to you the other night, uh, how they've been cashing. I think they're like four and two or five and two for us the last like six times because we're always Mother Teresa showing up there for the poor. And it's another stinker tomorrow night, to be honest, Matt. I think the Padres are, the Vegas is luring us to take the Padres again tomorrow night. They're only laying minus 130 in in the desert against, you know, uh, Merrill Kelly, although Merrill Kelly's got a low ERA just like, Lamette does for the Padres, but they're just saying, go ahead, take the better team, folks, if they're going to win. So I might be on our snakes in the desert again tomorrow. So, Kmart, to throw it over to you, if you're somebody listening to the podcast, following us on Twitter, and you don't have a lot of experience betting baseball and you're listening to Chris, what are your takeaways for how to just get better at this so you're not betting Dodgers, Astros, Cubs, Moneyline parlays and you know, that's the nature of parlays. You're going to lose more than you're going to win. So what are your takeaways when you listen to Chris go through that process? I mean, it's it's a great take because the old moniker of uh, baseball is the easiest sport to bet on because all you have to do is look at the pitcher and, you know, we can get all the stats and splits and this and that. And sure, I mean, you can find a slight edge that way, but I mean, 
you're going to be finding different inflated lines. So Chris with his nose and sniffing out these lines, um, just seeing where truly the that sharp money's going and what lines don't make sense. Because again, with what he just explained with the Padres and D-backs, I mean, there's real no difference between those teams with no fans in the stands. Don't fucking tell me there's home field advantage. Don't tell me there's any of this shit. They're essentially playing in a bubble as far as I'm concerned. And, Let's be honest, an hour flight from Arizona to San Diego, vice versa, this doesn't mean anything. Um, so, I mean, you're getting tremendous value um, taking taking the Diamondbacks at plus money there. I mean, that was one I was looking at. I think they're at plus 120. So, I definitely I definitely love to hear Chris is uh, liking that one because that was uh, the one game I was going to recommend for us to play tomorrow. Yeah, Chris, I think we'll have a big – card in MLB tomorrow. I'm looking at some of our pitching matchups. We'll get your take here on these and then we'll throw it to Kmart for some NBA tomorrow. Um, I see the first one I see other than the Brewers, which we sort of already gave out Kikuchi over Seattle at Houston, hundred percent lock it in right now, whatever it is. Oh, wow. Nice. Kikuchi on the mound tomorrow, huh? In Houston. Beautiful. Yeah. That, that, that's got, Nine six written all over it against Framber Valdez. Beautiful. What's a Framber? <laughs> What's a Framber? Nice. Yeah, lock it in. Kikuch is ready. Both of those teams are very good or decent at hitting. And uh, if you look at their records, they do not have very good pitching. So it looks like hopefully those bats are gonna gonna catch fire for us tomorrow. What else do you see when you look at some of these pitchers on the mound tomorrow uh, and some of the teams? And now you touched on the Diamondbacks already. You touched on the Brewers. Uh, I see a couple other names that are worth circling here. Yeah, I'm looking at, again, and it's it's the Rockies. It's amazing. They have a really great record, but we've made a lot of money fading them this year um, on those six losses. Um, Lance Lynn is a guy you and I have been uh, keeping our eye on. He's freaking amazing this year. He's 2-0 and with a Oh my gosh, he's got 30 strikeouts and like four starts. He's unreal. And another poopy line, like eight and nine Rangers below 500 at the at the the first place Rockies, and they're favored. They're laying 120 in Colorado. I mean, you know, everybody's gonna go. I'll take the Rockies plus 105 or whatever. They're at home. They they can't lose in in Mile High. Well, think again, Lance Lincock for me. <laughs> Uh, you got Cueto on the mound who just beat uh, or helped beat the Dodgers in that last – or did they give that one up, Kyle? Do you remember? Um, yeah, they no, gave they won. Was, oh, yeah, they, they ended up winning that one. I think the Dodgers could only get – Four, I think it's 5-4 final because that was in the big dick dookie dog parlay right there. <laughs> there you go, yeah. yeah. They got down 5-0 five, five zero, zero early. And then, then the next day they had those two three-run home runs. Yeah, so I see Garrett Cole on the mound tomorrow for the Yankees. I see DeGrom for the Mets. I see Sonny Gray for the Reds. Uh, Chris, Mm -hmm. how many Yankees, Mets, Reds, Dodgers, parlays are there going to be tomorrow? Oh, yeah. Um, Indians probably, too. They're laying 160, 170 at the the Tigers. People are going to take – Cleveland laying under two they'll throw them in there too at a decent price uh probably Braves too they look at a better Braves they they, people don't believe in the Marlins so they're still not buying them even though they're four games above 500 everybody's gonna see 
um, you know, the, the Braves land a small number two. So we like our fish. We like our snakes. You know, we like our birds. Yeah, so just follow the Twitter, you guys. Fade U Sports. Uh, we're going to have a, a probably quite a, a handful of MLB picks tomorrow, so get that. Kmart, I want to get some NBA from you here in a second, but give us a quick Dodger Angel preview with Kershaw. Oh, yeah. Dodgers are just going to steamroll the Angels tomorrow. No, um, <laughs> it's going to be tricky because you got Kershaw. I don't know what the hell's going on with his back. He was shaky in that Giants start with uh, Cueto, um, you know, got the loss there, gave up some runs early. So I'm, I'm definitely hoping as a Dodger fan to see him settle down and go five strong. But I mean, with, you got two of the better lineups here in major league. So, I mean, that might be a fun over to play. Um, but I mean, I, I'd expect the Dodgers to win it in a close one, but I mean, I wouldn't be expecting this game to be one nothing, two to one type of deal. I mean, Kershaw, I don't know if he's on Bumgarner's level of washed up, but this is not the same Kershaw of uh, yesteryears. And then Kmart, if we look at NBA, um, I mean, you had talked earlier that these are really tough to handicap right now. Do you see anything that might be of interest to us, or is it just we don't oh, know if it's playing? Yeah, I mean, we got four games tomorrow. We got one at 10.30 Pacific time with Denver, Toronto. They're both locked up, seated. The, you're just tossing it up. I mean, there's not a line out yet. So, I mean, you know, with Chris's, you know, 10-point dog, I mean, sure, because we're going to be getting, you know, B-list players here, and they're going to be playing for contracts. So, that's always something you want to look for. One o'clock game, you got uh, the Heat and Pacers. They're a four or five seed with no home court advantage. Doesn't really matter. Uh, OKC Clippers, same thing. And then Philly and Houston. I mean, there's there's no jockeying. Everything is set after uh, this game here uh, with the Nets and uh, Trailblazers in. So, I mean, this is – honestly, they shouldn't even play these games. You know, they, the league should just – cancel them because there's just no point to risk injury and that's how these teams are going to look at it they're not going to risk any injuries to their starting rotations you know five days before the playoffs absolutely yeah and before we get out of here we'll just go to hockey really quick I'm just looking at tomorrow and this one might be a little deceiving to people if you only look at final scores from game one I'm looking at Arizona Colorado tomorrow now, oh, I was just going to bring that up, my lad. I go for it. it. You take it, Chris. No, I agree. I mean, I know what you're looking at. You're right. I was, I was, if you didn't do that, I was going to ask you for that. Go ahead. I, I know where you're going. I did again, two versus seven. You're seeing a better avalanche team, right? It's just land two bills. They think they got to win, right? They destroyed them three zero in game one. And it's, I'm going to take a look at, uh, hey, we love our Arizona teams, don't we? Well, and here's the thing with that. You look at the final score from game one, you see 3 nothing, And if you didn't watch the game, you wouldn't know that it was 0-0 with like right. minutes left in the third period. I mean, Arizona, they were getting outshot, but they were hanging right there with a pretty tough avalanche team. And the pricing is just like, if you're telling me that Colorado on neutral is so much better than Arizona to justify being minus 190, you're crazy. Uh, the, I, I just think it's a closer matchup than Arizona plus 170 would indicate. So it's just a really good price on, on more of a coin flip game than the average viewer might expect. So 
expect us absolutely to, uh, expect us to have a play on the coyotes the desert dogs tomorrow so chris you got anything oh, else before yeah. we get out of here yeah and keep an eye on i mean a lot of the dogs tomorrow i mean the islanders played tough uh they're gonna you know everyone's gotta probably gotta fade you narrative of oh the capitals lost game one they've gotta bounce back right watch out for those narratives and i'm looking at the flyers they barely beat the canadians in game one right was it two one and uh you know, it was a tight game, like you said, and the line didn't go up at all. The line was minus 160-ish last time. It's that way again. Again, yeah. watch these lines. They'll speak to you. I think, you know, they're saying that the Canadians are, are a good team too, so they might uh, be a look, especially if everyone, you know, if that line goes up and creeps towards like the Avalanche does towards um, two to one, you might take a look at Montreal. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, again, these these teams are not as far apart as some of these lines would indicate. They're trying to sucker you guys in to taking favorites. I mean, Montreal, especially Carey Price, one of the best goalies in the world. That team, that goalie by himself is capable of stealing a game anytime. So is Montreal going to win the series? No, that's not what we're saying. But is there going to be value on them tomorrow at a really nice number? Yeah, for sure. So Kmart, you got anything else before we get out of here? No, we're all set, man. Great show, guys. We had uh, we got some NBA in there. We got some baseball. We even got some hockey in there. So for those who are dumb enough to not be following and betting on our picks, we are at Fade U Sports. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. And we'll talk at you guys soon. 